0: Go to shopify.com income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in.
1: Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Sunday. And my oh my, does it feel good to say that? So let's recap the winning card for you. I had the Houston Astros under the one and a half in the first five. Max Fried got the job done for me at a plus 100. We cash on the ticket, not once, but twice. Thank you for the votes and thank you for the winner on Twitter. Then I had the Boston Red Sox under the one and a half in the first five. Corbin Burns struggled with his control in the second inning. It was frustrating. The Red Sox had good sticks, though. They get the job done and it goes over the number and I lose the ticket. Then the game that really turned on me, I had the Colorado Rockies under the one and a half against the Philadelphia Phillies. And I'm going into lunch with two of my sisters and my brother-in-law. It's a sit-down meal, keep in mind. And Wheeler's completed three innings of baseball, struck out almost everyone, no runs allowed. I get out of that meal, get in the car, and the game's only in the bottom of the fourth. That's not a good sign with the new rules in Major League Baseball. Needless to say, Wheeler gave up some runs. He gave up three of them to be exact and I lose yet another ticket involving the Philadelphia Phillies. So I grew up on a farm, and we had one of those electric fences. And I need one of those when it comes to the Phillies. Anytime I want to bet them, I need to get zapped. And for me now, I've circled the date. May the 23rd is the next time I'm going to let myself bet on anything involving the Philadelphia Phillies. It doesn't matter what I do. I seem to lose on them, so I don't want to touch them. They cost me five units here in the last three days of betting. Yeah, I'm done with the Phillies until May the 23rd. Final game of the card for me. I had the Pittsburgh Pirates under the one and a half in the first five. Hunter Green, well, he made it interesting in the first. He got out of there with only one run allowed. Then he coasted for the next four innings. We cashed the under one and a half. That was at a plus 120. So for the day, I make $24 and we move on to the next. So the bad news today, I have no lines. I had 10 potential games on my card, but with no lines, I'm just gonna pick the four that I like the most. So I have two overs, two unders, one's a marquee game, so we start there. It's the Houston Astros at the Tampa Bay Rays. So what a season for Tampa Bay. The Rays are 13-0 at home so far this year, and today, young 22-year-old righty Taj Bradley gets the call for Tampa Bay. A 2-0 and record, a 2.62 ERA, a 0.97 whip. Five innings, three runs against Boston. Five and a third innings, no runs at Cincinnati. So the pitching talent in this organization is off the charts. They continue to bring up prospect after prospect after prospect. Just think, they traded Joe Ryan to my Minnesota Twins, and they don't even miss him. Bradley has a career 2.66 ERA in the minors, over 317 and two-thirds innings. Two starts so far this year in AAA. Seven innings, four runs allowed. The Astros rank 17th in OPS against righties. They're 10th in OPS on the road, so they can hit. And they're the seventh highest scoring team in all of baseball. They're the fifth best scoring team on the road. The Astros are fresh off the sweep in Atlanta. Regular season motivation rarely enters into my handicap in April, but I'm guessing the Astros would love to end the home winning streak at 13 for Tampa Bay. So a little extra pressure on the rookie today. I'm expecting the defending champs to put some runs on the board early. I'm on the Houston Astros over a to-be-determined number at a to-be-determined price. I'll post everything in the show notes once I have a number. Then, next game on the card, it's the Colorado Rockies at the Cleveland Guardians. So it's my guy, Cal Quantrill. He'll toe the rubber today for the Guardians. A one and one record, a 4.15 ERA, a 1.43 whip on the season. He cashed last time out for me, going six innings, giving up no runs at Detroit. Prior to that, four and two-thirds innings, five runs at Seattle, five innings, three runs against Seattle, and six innings and three runs at Washington. So this is just his second home start of the year. He has a nice 3.28 ERA at home. The Rockies burned me yesterday, but I don't regret the bet. Colorado is 23rd in OPS against righties. They're 28th in OPS on the road and they're the second-lowest-scoring team in baseball away from home. I'm going to make them score early again to beat me. I'm going to play the Rockies under the 1.5. Well, I expected to be a 1.5 at the first five. Number and price still to be determined. Next up on the card, it's the Miami Marlins at the Atlanta Braves. And how about this? The Braves have lost four consecutive games. I kind of know how that feels. Spencer Strider's on the bump today for the Braves. A perfect 2-0 record a 2.45 ERA, and a 1.05 whip. Mixed results though, six innings, no runs at Washington, five innings, three runs against San Diego, five innings, three runs against Cincinnati, and six innings and no runs, giving up just one hit last time out at San Diego. So a perfect ERA away from home, but a 5.40 ERA at home this season. Last year, he had a 2.17 ERA at home, The Marlins are on the rise, but they still rank 29th in scoring. They're a bottom 10 scoring team in the road. They rank 22nd in OPS against righties. The Marlins beat me on Saturday against Bieber. I'm hoping for better today. I'm on the Marlins under a to-be-determined number at a to-be-determined price. Then the final game of the card for you. It's the Kansas City Royals at the Arizona Diamondbacks. So big bad Brad Keller goes for the Royals tonight a 2-2 and record, a 3.00 ERA, a 1.29 whip. Nothing terrible, but nothing great this season. Four and two-thirds innings, two runs against Minnesota, five and two-thirds innings, one run at San Francisco, six and two-thirds innings, one run at Texas, and then four innings and three runs against Texas last time out. 13 walks in those four starts, so that's a concern. Good for me when I have the over, though. It's never a good idea to walk that many batters, but opponents are hitting just 194 against him, so he's been able to dance out of trouble. Keller, though, hasn't been as fortunate over the last two seasons. He had a 5.39 ERA back in 2021 and a 5.09 ERA in 2022. So the Diamondbacks have the talent this year to make a pitcher pay for mistakes. They're the third best scoring team at home. They're the 13th best overall. They have the fifth best OPS at home, the 13th best OPS against righties. Arizona has scored five or more runs in seven of eight games. I'm hoping for another strong start tonight. I'm on the D backs over a to be determined number at a to be determined price. So, once again, the entire card's in the dark. I don't know if I like any of the plays or the prices, but we'll find out. So, let's recap the card for a Monday. I'm on the Astros over a to be determined number. I'm on the Colorado Rockies under a to be determined number. I'm on the Miami Marlins under a to-be-determined number, and I'm on the Arizona Diamondbacks over a to-be-determined number. I will once again post everything in the show notes, and then I'll also post the vote on Twitter once everything's available. And that's your card for a Monday. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.